Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. Hello, Marbleheads out there and in the Marbles Nation. Welcome to our this, our 10th episode of In the Marbles. I am Matt Beamer, and beside me this week for a very special episode of In the Marbles is my wife, Caroline. Hey, thank you for having me on today. Well, thank, thank you so much for being here. Preston, unfortunately, had some issues come up that prevented him from being here this week here at In the Marbles. But thankfully, Caroline stepped up and said... I'll do the show with you, and I'm very appreciative of that, Caroline. Oh, well, I hope I do it justice. All right, I think you will. I think you're going to be just fine. So we're going to do a little different format. We're just going to hit pretty much the wave tops here of the Formula One Brazilian Grand Prix and the Truck Xfinity and Cup race for you. And then next week, we're going to go more into detail on that and then get more into what's going on in the world of NASCAR. Before, and then Car- later today, Caroline's going to talk about how she approaches races as woman how she wants a woman's to, approach uh, to the races a woman's that's appro- right and then she'll explain that all to you and then we're going to do uh our first facebook live today all right so hopefully we get people and then we're hopefully we're going to attempt to have people call into the show i hope crossing our fingers and if all else fails we got charlie Perkis going to be calling the show into yeah. the show charlie's a good friend of Char- ours charlie's a great friend of ours we're going to get right into it and talk about formula one here Car- caroline is more of a formula one fan and she is a more of a NASCAR fan, I feel. And who's your driver in Formula One? My driver in Formula One would be Lewis Hamilton. Why, why is that? Well, Lewis Hamilton, he's just a winner. He just wins, and I like winners. 
I watched a documentary on Lewis Hamilton, and one thing that I really like about documentaries is you can get into their personal lives. Right. And that really just grabs me when I, you know, watch the documentaries, and you can see they're not just racing, but also just their personal life, what they've been through. So that's kind of what gravitated me towards Lewis Hamilton. Like one, what what specifically gravitated you towards him from that documentary? He takes care of his brother. His brother's name is Nicholas Hamilton, Mm -hmm. and he has cerebral palsy, and he was the first ever disabled driver to race in the British Touring Car Championship. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's a little tidbit, and coming from a physical therapist assistant standpoint, cerebral palsy just really hits home for me. Right. And it kind of went through his day-to-day basis that he wins for his brother. He's won a number of times in Formula One and has his now sixth world championship to prove he's a good driver. I just like rooting against him. Yeah, hey, that's half the fun with racing. Absolutely. Okay, it makes it competition in the household. But what was crazy was he originally finished third and... Nah, he didn't. Um, There was a little mishap there. Yeah, Um, but coming to one to go, he, him and Alex Alborn... Didn't he get a penalty? Got a five-second penalty. Yeah. Which dropped him from third originally all the way down to seventh. Crazy enough, Carlos Sainz, who ended up finishing third, started 20th. And the crazy thing is Lewis Hamilton got the praise during, I mean, after the race, he was on the third, he was on the podium, he came in third, but then Carlos Sainz, I believe, should have had the podium praise, but he didn't. Do you think they should have waited before they, they handed out the trophies should, to yeah. say either Absolutely. ball or strike? They should have waited. I think, I think they should have too. So we're going to talk more about that next week, get more into detail on that, but then for the truck series, Matt Crafton won his third truck championship. Congratulations to him. Tyler Reddick went back-to-back winning the Xfinity Series championship. And then Kyle Busch won the Monster Energy Cup Congratulations to him. Congratulations to all three of them. They uh very good race. Again, we're going to talk about it more next week. This week's more about Caroline and her approach to going to races and having to deal with that. Well, I'm not dealing with it. I love it. No, no, we'll get more into that. But congratulations to all three of them, and let's just get into Caroline's perspective on everything. So before we get into the little tidbits about why I think NASCAR is fun for women, right? um, Formula One, I really enjoy Formula One. The main reason is it's classy. Do you remember when uh, we went to Pocono for the Indy race? Yes. Remember the different mindset it was for for that vice nascar just oh, a different definitely. atmosphere like people drinking wine and vice beer mm-hmm, definitely i don't think i ever seen one glass of wine at a nascar race no but at no. indy yeah but formula one serves the champagne well the uh, it's just a classy formula one is just so classy but there's a lot of money in it uh, lots of money so i feel like i'm dwelling with the yachts and the millionaires and billionaires so it makes me feel classy a little more classy than just uh, NASCAR, yeah, huh? Hillbilly or NASCAR. I don't want to say it's hillbilly. <laughs> not redneck. <laughs> well, from the outside looking in. I'm, nah, it's not. It's not. It's really not. I mean. There's a lot of. You have hey, that, I met a grandmother there that's been going for, what, years? Yeah, I mean, at the Daytona 500. years? And she was in line getting autographs. And getting her dad cast autographs. It was funny about that, too, because she said. Classy. <laughs> she said um, her grandson asked if she. He could have the cars or something like that, right? Yeah. And she, she what did she no. say? Not until I'm dead. 
Yeah, because those aren't toys for her. Just like mine aren't toys. Yeah, they're uh, memorabilia. Wasn't it Hawk that came in here and said, ooh, toys? Yeah. And, and I, he said, no, no, no. no, Here, no, no. Here's a car you can play he, with. Here's a spare car you can play <laughs> with, but not these ones. Yeah. And just like that, officially, we are live All right. here at In the Marbles. How's it going, everybody watching? So if the quality is bad, we apologize for that right now. Baby steps to get to bigger and better things here at In the Marbles. But we got a nice setup here. We do, thanks to you. Thank you. Thanks. I'm a good prop. The production value, I feel, has gone up tremendously okay. in, in, the, in the last hour since you've decided to help me out with I the bet show. a little girl touch on it. Well, I appreciate oh. that. There's some uh, yeah, Brad the, in the back. That's a funny story about that. I was in New Hampshire with Max when um I got that, and I didn't just get it. I didn't just pick it up. A couple of Canadians, Colin, who was there, who we met at the race, stole that. Uh-oh. And so every time I go to a race and have that, I have people sign it that I haven't signed it to signify that they've been to the race with me. So, yeah, I got that in New Hampshire. It's a little worn out. Yeah. Well, but, but not horrible. She got today. So, okay, so really uh, we're going to have – Go off format here at In the Marbles and talk about your point of view from a woman's perspective going to a NASCAR race. All right. So take it away. So when you're going to a race, what I look for, since I'm a woman, is clean bathrooms. That's number one on any woman's list, I'm sure. Yes, because the race, you get a little dirty, kind of gritty, it's hot and sweaty. You're going to find those nice bathrooms. That's kind of what I look for when I go first time. So after that... I always like the things that they throw out, like koozies. Look, we got some nice koozies that we won. Yep. You know, they just hand them out. Got all these koozies. It's like seven or eight koozies hey, there. Danica Patrick. For the, Darling, for the Darlington race, the throwback. Yeah. All right. This is vintage. It is now. Yeah. And so is this next one. And then Jeff Gordon. Definitely vintage, what I'm wearing right here. Yep. Number 24. That's my favorite driver. Who's your favorite driver now? Right now... If I had a guess, I who your favorite driver Austin was? Dillon, but Austin Dillon, but I would I would say Denny Hamlin is probably yeah, your favorite. Denny Hamlin, I like him, and I like that. Dillon. After the races, uh, we normally, if we can, try to go to. Hey, we still got some. Oh, little, oh, I, yeah. I apologize. Interruption here. Oh. Okay, they also give out these little LED flashlights. Pretty neat. I enjoy these. So little little trinkets that they give out at the race. This is what I look for. Hey, you can pick up some lug nuts. Yeah, if you go on pit road after the race. Got a nice lug nut that was on a NASCAR. See, okay, Uh my pet peeve here. My pet peeve here. Uh So a NASCAR. NASCAR is the name of the organization. (laughs) Whenever Uh, people say it's fast like a NASCAR or go fast like NASCAR, no, 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 no. Stop right there. We're going to seal this once and for all here at In the Marbles. NASCAR stands for the National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing. It's stock car racing. It isn't, I'm in a NASCAR. No, I'm in a stock car. Stock car. Okay. So, thank you for correcting me on that. And that's a rookie mistake that a lot of people make, and I just don't want to have you sound ignorant. Okay. Well, we won't be ignorant. All right. So, that's what I like to look for is the nice little gifts that they hand out at the stations. Okay. Anything else you particularly like about the uh, weekend? Uh, the weekend as far as what race? You want to pick a race? Okay, well, let's just uh, say the race we went to with Charlie up in Watkins Glen. Oh, well, one thing I like, it was nice and cool there. Pretty cool, I thought, compared to other races. But I enjoy, I just enjoy being on a friend's. So that's really the only reason you go? Yeah, I like being, I like the atmosphere. It's kind of like Clemson games. Hate to kind of backtrack. That's but okay. I just like the togetherness. Everybody just having fun, all for one cause. 
And I think that's a lot of fun too. I, I have yet to meet one person in NASCAR or a fan base that, you know, is, re- is a real jerk. They're out yeah. there. Yeah. I've never really seen any, or at least I've never had a bad run in with them. I'm sure if you're a jerk back, it can ex- escalate, but I've never had that problem. Well, good. We don't want that problem. No. Otherwise, so, I might have to beat them up. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we go, what was your favorite race you've ever been to? So you've been to Charlotte for the All-Star Race, Pocono for... Pocono. I, I love Pocono. That yeah. was probably my favorite. Oh, wait. No, Daytona. Oh, yeah, Daytona. Daytona. And Watkins Glen. You've been to a lot of historic... I like Poconos up north, but I enjoy Daytona because that was my gift to you. That was a lot Christmas, of fun. And just a smile on your face and the giddiness you had just melt my heart. Oh, we got a couple of views here. Let me, All right. Let me go see. Who are they? I don't know. Let's check it out. Ironically enough, Preston and my Uncle John are watching. Hey, hey guys. How's it going? Hey, Preston. Good Wish, to sh- we miss you, Preston. Yeah, we miss you, Preston. It's unfortunate that you can't be here. You might have some competition coming up no, here soon. No, I don't have your spot. I promise. I appreciate you two watching. First of many steps right here. We have a special gift that we're going to try oh, to hand man. out here. So yeah. whoever calls in first here at In the Marbles, our first little drum roll. Drum roll. What we're going to, is if you are the first caller in, you will get a free In the Marbles sticker. Let me push that out there. Hopefully everybody can see it well. It's about three inches by. I, w- I would say inches. it's it's a. Well, Four inches by three inches. Is it this isn't sticker? for motorcycles. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. It isn't for motorcycles. This is more for vehicles. But if the any display on your car window and support us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, support the show, and we appreciate everybody. I'll leave that right there. Who supports the show all the time, and so especially John and uh, Preston. Poor Preston, just yeah. busy with life, and that's okay. I hope you guys can hear us well. Uh, if not, just definitely let us know, and we'll fix that in the future. But that, and so anything else you could give to women who could make the sport more enjoyable for them? I wish they let you take umbrellas in the sta- in the stands. Yeah, it does get hot. It and does. So I'm sitting there thinking, how do I get a seat in the executive suites? Ooh. That would be wonderful. I keep looking at that when it's 90 degrees outside. I'm looking at those suites, especially where were we? Was it Pocono? It's in the middle, and you can and people are sit sitting inside. It's very nice. Where were we? I don't know if it wa- Watkins Glen. It might have been Watkins Glen. And I was like, how can I sit there and see the race? Maybe someone kind of giving me drinks or food and serving me. Maybe maybe have a little bit of Wi Fi in there. Yeah, maybe I can get on the NASCAR wives one day. Who might be a driver? I doubt it. Uh, I'll promote you. And and don't and don't. <laughs> And NASCAR rides, we talked about it last episode. It was just wasn't what I expected. Yeah. So you don't want to be part of that just fake drama. I just enjoy being with you, babe. That's all. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. And I enjoy being with you, too. Well, thank you. Moving on. Okay, so that's a test for our live, Facebook Live. We're about to be into the time zone, that zone to where people could call in. So appreciate John and Preston for watching. First two. And ironically enough, it's the co-host is the first one. So we're going to count John as the first one. All right. Uncle John. And Preston, you're the honorary Congratulations, second. Uncle John. If you're part of the show, I feel like you can't be the first. You know? That's true. But thank you guys for checking Tuning out in. Facebook Live. Give us feedback on that. And if you want to call in, you have about 10 minutes now to give us a call. So thank you again. And we will take a quick break here and get ready for our calls. All right. Sounds good. So 20 minutes went by and 
We, we didn't, didn't receive, receive any calls. calls. But we're still starting out here at In the Marbles. Maybe show must go on. The show must go on. So right now we have Charlie Herkus on the phone. If you remember from our uh, third episode, he was the driver that from South Alabama Motor Speedway in the Cup Lights. We're just going to catch up with him over the phone. He's in Alabama right now. Charlie, how's it going? It's going pretty good. How are y'all? Hey, Charlie. Good, man. It's good to talk to you again here at In the Marbles. First driver interview. Now, first repeat driver interview. Moving on up, Charlie. Yeah, call me anytime. Absolutely. So, we talked about this in episode four. I think it was our preview to Talladega episode. Uh, You had an incident on track where pretty much you hit another car or something along those lines. I don't think I gave it justice of what happened. Why don't you uh, run us by what happened out there? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not a dirty driver, if that's the terminology you want to use. But, you know, I am going to race people how they race. I had an ill-handling car that night. I was running second at the time, and the handling just kept getting worse and worse. I uh, had no, no front end in the car at all. And so I was giving everybody plenty of room to get under me. I was running the higher line, and... We've just had on and off problems with a team that runs a couple of cars in this class as well. So they decided they were still going to roughhouse me a little bit, even though I was giving them plenty of room to get by me. And after the one car did get by me, I couldn't catch back up with him to, to repay the favor. So needless to say, on the cool down lap, I, I called up to him on the back straightaway. I may or may not have gotten loose and got into him a little bit. What was this driver's name? I, I don't. Last name was Henderson at the time. Um, and of course, we we always seem to have issues. Everybody seems to have issues with Hendersons up there, but it is what it is. So uh, the Hendersons are pretty much the I'd hate to use the word alphas, but pretty much the dirty drivers on at South Alabama. Yes, here lately that's exactly what they are, and and so I kind of repaid the favor on the back straightaway there, and that was the first instance. I, I missed a couple of races. I came back, ran a couple of races there with the last race of the season. The team owner that drives in this class as well decided that he wanted to get pretty ugly with a buddy of mine that runs in this class, and he put him in the wall. And he put him in the wall hard. Uh, I mean, there ain't anything from the front tires up left on his car. And I had already came in. I had a mechanical issue. So needless to say, I got back in the car, put the belts back on, and and went out there and kind of repaid him the favor for a buddy of mine under caution. Okay, so which okay, go ahead. No, that's okay. Which in in turn led to a two race suspension at the beginning of the year. Did you finish out this season, or was that the last race of the season? That that was the last race of the season okay. anyway. So you have two races off here in March, and is it just March? One race in March, and then whichever race, one of the two races in April. I'm not sure how they're going to do it yet. I may get the run uh, Rattler weekend and then have to miss the first two actual points races. So I'm not sure they haven't kind of been very clear with me on exactly which races I have to miss. I was looking forward to see a race in March. Yeah, we were. We even we had everything lined up just to come down there. We'll we'll still come down there. Are you banned from the track? No, I am not. I can still go to the track. Now, I will say this: uh, the night that I got suspended, it wasn't one of the hindrances that I've had issues with, but he caused problems in a different class. And he was say he's suspended all year long next year, can't step foot on the property at all or anything. Wow. So it's a, the price. Do you think from his point of view, I've, I don't know if you've been in his position, but you think from his, from his point of view, if that, that was worth it just being uh, all crazy and stuff? Well, I think that, I think that it shows 
how I am throughout the season and only having a two-race suspension as opposed to him doing it all season long, just roughhousing everybody all season long. And then, you know, the track had finally had enough of it. So they're hopefully making an example out of him and, it sounds like they and did. kind of put it kind of put an end to, to some of that mess there. Wow. So that Henderson guy's out for the – he's not even racing in 2020 at all. No, he will not be running – he will not be running in Kinston at least – um, next year, you can race somewhere else, but it won't be at South Alabama Speedway. All right. Now, now you also mentioned that uh, because of this incident, your team owner was looking to maybe move up to another series. Does that still hold any water? It, it is, and we, we've talked about it. Uh, hopefully, we can make something happen. Really and truly, the first step is we need to really sell out of the class that we're in now and then kind of go from there. Now, when you say sell out, pretty much just sell all the – parts and pieces and the cars and the chassis that have to do with yeah, cup light and yep. then see if you can absolutely just pretty much sell out of the cup light series and um move up or, you know see what see what's out there see what you know see what we can find and see which route we want to go and at the same time if we don't then we're talking about maybe running this series up in montgomery motor speedway a little bit man that's awesome all right hey charlie i have a question hey, for you Okay. So I know you watched the NASCAR championship this past weekend. What's your take on it? Well, I didn't get to watch the whole race. Not gonna lie, I'm not too happy that that Kyle Busch won it all. I mean, not, not taking away anything as you know him being a driver. He is a good driver, but I just don't like you know how he's complained about the aero package all year long that he can't pass. You know, that's only when he's running bad, and now he's won the championship and he ain't heard nothing about it. Who did you think was going to win the championship? Honestly, I, I figured Truex would run good because you know, I think he's got a pretty good history at that track. Me, personally, I was pulling for Harvick. I was, too. I was pulling for Harvick, too. I was pulling for Hamlin. I was hoping wow. Hamlin would have pulled it off. I just I don't care nothing for the Toyotas. Okay, fair enough. Now, did you, did you by any chance watch the truck race? I got to watch the beginning of it. I did not get to finish it, but I did get to watch the beginning of it. Now, I didn't really have a, a dog in the fight on that one as far as who I really preferred to win the championship. I would have loved to have seen Grant Infinger at least win the race. Right. But uh, as far as the championship goes, I, well, I was pulling for really Ross kind Tra- of up in the air. Yeah, I was pulling for Ross Chastain. Uh, yeah, it, it, I think it would have been a Cinderella story, so to speak, if uh, Ross Chastain would have won it, being that you know had to race their way into it because they really wasn't running for a points championships in the trucks. At the beginning of the year, I don't think. Not really. No, so they, think, they started coming. Alive I think they year. opted. I think they opted out of the Cup Series points to run for a Truck Series championship. But what blew so, me away about that? Matt Crafton won, and everybody on social media was so upset that he didn't win a race yet. He won the championship. That's how it works. And what do you think would happen if? I mean, what about Ryan Newman a couple of years ago when he made it to the Final Four? Right. Didn't win a race all year, but raced his way in on points and then had a good shot at possibly pulling off an upset. Uh, the last race win uh, being his first win and a championship win. Now, do, do you think? Of, of the year. I mean, that's kind of shades of, we had a question last week here about the old point system versus the chase point system and the chase format and the knockout and the elimination rounds. Both, you know, from my point of view, the old point system and the, the chase format relies on consistency wins guarantee a spot but if you don't finish in those top fives and top tens and whatever you don't win the championship at all and either i do 
I do like the stage racing. I don't necessarily like the playoffs, and I think they should reformat the stages and the first stage be your longest and then have a couple shorter runs. And, you know, it kind of coming down to a shootout, so to speak, instead of a, a longer run for that last stage. I like the point system where first place gets 40 points, second place gets 39, and, and so on, all the way down to 40th place getting one point. Okay. And I like the stages, the stage points. I don't think it should be 10 points. I think it should be top five, as in first place getting five points and so on. I don't think it should be the top 10, and I think they should get rid of the, of the playoffs and run those points formats with the stage racing with the top five getting points, run it like that and see what happens. Yeah, and, and I found I found it funny how people got mad that I think now that are invested in this, that NASCAR is with this new championship format, people could get mad somebody doesn't win yet runs consistently, wins the championship. I mean, in the old point system, I'd rather finish second every race and win the championship vice win and wreck like the example i gave last week yeah absolutely i mean either way you want to either way you know consistency is just if you can run consistent week in and week out and always be right there for the win maybe even if you don't get it then of course you're going to be in the running for everything so because the majority of these people are either winning it or running midfield i mean they're just not consistent and consistency is everything no matter what sport whether it be NASCAR, football, baseball, I mean, consistency is everything. Right. You can't go out there, give it your all, play the best game of your life or have the best race of your life and then turn around and suck the next week. And then you agree more. expect to get anywhere. So, Charlie, what's the next yeah. race you're racing in? Chances are to be the second race in April. I'm hoping for maybe the first race in March. Being this Rattler weekend, you know, I have, to, I have a lot of modifieds there running, the Pro Lake models, Super Lake models running. If it's in um, March, I'll see you. Yeah, it, it is in March, and I'm hoping to get to run that race. But, you know, there again, it's kind of up to the track. Okay. If yeah. they're going to suspend me two points races or just two races. You want me to call them, Charlie? Tell them what they're missing out on? Uh, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> I don't think it's going to do any good, but you're more than welcome to. <laughs> Her heart's in the right place, it, it is, sounds like. Yeah. It is, it is. I care about Charlie. I appreciate the support nonetheless. Absolutely, buddy. Anything for you. Well, you have any other questions for Charlie, Caroline? No, I think that wraps it up with Charlie. Well, man, we appreciate you being on the show again. We'll definitely make it down there in March, maybe even April, if the timing works out and uh, see you race. If not, we'll just go to the track and promote the show and promote you, man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it'd be good for y'all to get down here in March, whether I race or not. You know, we can go up to the track, hang out, and see if we can't get you in there with some of the super late model drivers like Bubba Pollard, some of the big names there and stuff like that, and, and uh, maybe get you some interviews with them. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. And now with that, we have the capability of phone, which is a great tool. We definitely do that. Yep, and, and then we'll bring down some T-shirts as well for you, okay? We got those in the making. Awesome. So thanks again for uh, taking the time to talk to us. We'll talk to you after the show, probably. And All right. Bye, Charlie. And we'll just talk to you later, buddy. All right, guys. Y'all have a good night. You right. too. Thanks, buddy. Okay, so that was Charlie Hercus, uh second interview here at In the Marvels, but just giving a little more detail on where he, he's standing in his career right now at South Alabama Speedway, and definitely like to have more drivers. If anybody knows any drivers, give them our card, give them our contact information, and talk to us. We'll get we'll get their name out there. We're willing and able to talk to anybody now. I would like to mention one thing. We mentioned the T-shirts yeah, are in the making. They are. Uh, we're waiting for the proofs right now. But once they get up, we'll definitely start handing them out and 
Yeah. Tell everybody how they could get their hands on it. I'll be uh, sporting the T-shirts and modeling them on the Facebook page. So look out for that. I I can't wait for that. Yeah, of course you can. It's for it's for our fans. Absolutely, and I think it's a great way to promote the show. And all the Marbleheads. All the Marbleheads. That's right. We definitely need to make a Marbleheads T-shirt. Proud Marblehead or something like that. I'll tell you what. Let and let the Marbleheads decide what they want on their shirt. Proud Marbleheads. Yeah, bring uh just. Maybe Ori- right origi- on the original Marblehead. Yeah, just right on the Facebook page. What, what you, you think our T-shirt should say? Absolutely, I think that'd be great. I think that'd be absolutely. I'm a proud Marblehead. You are a proud one of the proudest I've ever met. That's right. We have. This is relatively a short show. Not the same format. Preston had other obligations to take care of. But next week he'll be back on the show. We're going to recap the NASCAR season, and then we're going to talk about what Steve Phelps, the president of NASCAR, was talking about the Gen Seven new manufacturers. We're just going to dive deep into his little press conference he did at the end of the season there at Homestead to give everybody more details of what's going on. But you have anything else, Caroline? Any save rounds alibis? Well, nothing to add. I'm just proud of you. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the time to come up here and do this. Again, just me rambling would have just been, I think, really boring. Uh, and, music and, to my ears, but I don't know about the Marbleheads. Absolutely not. I, I don't think they would have appreciated it like you do. But then, last time you were on the show, we had that was one of our most popular episodes too. So I'm thinking maybe you're my lucky charm, and we need to have you on that third mic all the time. Oh, uh, definitely. I'll I'll be glad to come up here and show support if I'm not working. Right. Or, yeah. Absolutely. I work pretty hard these days. You do. I uh, just interviewed for a job as well. Yeah, that's right. Hope to hear back soon. I think go you- physical therapy. That's right. Physical therapist assistant right here mm-hmm. in the house. In the house, whoop, 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 whoop. So that will wrap up our show here and in the marbles, our 10th episode. Wow. 10 episodes in. All right. Thank you, crowd. Again, thank another you. another applause. Yeah, another. Thank you. All right. So, again, everybody, thank you so much for listening to In the Marbles, our 10th episode, our very special episode with my wife, Caroline, up here. Make sure to like us on Facebook at In the Marbles, on Twitter at Marbles In, and on Instagram at at n underscore the underscore marbles or as Preston likes to say just type it into the search engine and it'll pop right up and there we are so for Preston who isn't here I'm Matt Beamer and for my wife Caroline thank you so much for listening and have a good rest of your week Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.